giving us the opportunity to come into your presence together and share the word today. I thank you for my leadership trusting me with this word, with this assignment, closing out 2013. I thank you. Do not take it for granted. I praise you for it. I ask that you just give me the strength to preach this word today. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my vocal cords that lives may be changed, hearts may be receptive, like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's hard to pick a, It's hard to preach a message like today. You know, it's 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 difficult, man. You know, because I'm sure John could really go through this text and work the text. You know, so it's difficult to preach a message about the woman with the issue of blood. And I know you've heard this story time and time again. And like Lefty, where could you possibly be going? We've we've heard it all before, <clears throat> but. I want to point out some some very uh, I want to point out some some significant things through this text today, if I will, and I try not to be long. If I had to have a topic for this message today, it'd be twelve and twelve restoration and and resurrection. And I won't get into the number twelve as much, uh, other than it represents the church and God's authority and, and things like that. But I won't go into to too much detail, but I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of, of 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 the woman with the issue of blood and reading and I'm, and I'm, and I say you know text says that she touched the hem of his garment and I looked up the word touch and it, it's to come in contact with the Greek word for touch is to fasten to or so just. Everyone knows what this is. This is a belt. I'm just, and I can't fit it. This is my daughter's belt, so it can't fit it around my waist. But just, I'll humor you and try. See, I can't even grab it around. But I bet you can. Come up here for me. Just give me some help, bro. So let's just pretend. But if you fasten, yeah, there you go. Come over here. I knew you can fit it. To fasten, or if you think of your seatbelt, you latch them pretty good. You feel protected. Or if these were around his pants, he, he wouldn't feel like his pants would fall. He wouldn't feel like he'd lose his, his pants. Correct? Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. So think of that word, touch, to touch. There's different ways that you can touch. Um, these are often ways. I'm just reading a few notes and then I'm going to get into it. These are, few, these are often ways that we communicate through not just through speech, through touch. We don't always verbalize how we feel. We go through touch with our love, with our passion, sometimes with our eyes. (laughs) With our movement, the way we move, sometimes the way we move, we have a tendency to touch people. And I've learned that all meaning is not conveyed through speech. It's not, it's just don't, you know, it doesn't come through speech. I've also learned that you can misunderstand people when you evaluate their heart by their words only. It's something about seeing them or feeling the touch of their hand. Right, Leoba? Hold my hand, Leoba. See, Leoba knows. I love and care for her. There you go. All of these are very significant. I want you to keep this in mind as we go through uh, the text today. When Christ touched you, things have to change. 
When Christ touched you, things, it has to change. He's not in the business of subtracting you. He's in the business of adding you. He's not in the business of dividing you. He's in the business of multiplying you. Things have to change. So here it is. I'll take you through this story. And we have this woman with the issue of blood. And Jesus is on his way to Jairus' house, or Jairus' house, however you pronounce it. And we have this woman with the issue of blood who knows that he's making his way and headed towards the town. So there's a problem. Like, she had no identity. Can any of you know what this woman's name is? Do you, John? Do you know what her, what her name was? No one. So here's someone who absolutely has no identity. And we all know that whenever, um, whenever the Bible mentions a name, there's, there's someone's significance. They want you to remember the person. You know, there's always names, and they're always naming people in the Word. But here's, she's, she's known by her issue or her problem. How many of you have ever been known by what you've been through? Or oh, there's that ex so and so. There's that former globetrotter. There's that ex whatever. Or many of us are known by our issue. Let's take the time to actually think and process what it was like for her and what she was going through in that day and age. All of her finances had to be distraught and everywhere because she tried to, to get better. And, and the scripture says that her issue grew worse. So doctors couldn't help her. She couldn't have any type of relational at all with, with anyone. If she was a wife, if she was a mother, she come into your presence and you touched her, now you were considered unclean. So just imagine where she had to have been, what she had to been going through in that time. But here it is, she heard of a man who was not only teaching, but healing. And as he's walking through the city, or let's say revival, or whatever, she pressed her way, she made her way. Now it's hard for us to really understand, because sometimes when we go through things, um, we, we, we find other options, or other people. So, when we try to pray or think about faith or try to hold on to what we believe, it's not really faith because we look to other people for answers to our problem. But there's one problem. You look at the woman with the issue of blood and no one had an answer to her issue. No one. I'd like to think that faith is not faith until you realize that man cannot solve your problem or have an answer to your problem. There was no one who could help her. No one in the church. No one in her family. There are things that you may be going through in your life, and I stopped by to tell you to let you know that if no one else can help you, if no one else can help encourage you and excel you through your situation, how many of you know that this is a problem for Jesus? Talk to me today, y'all. Don't, don't get religious on me now. Talk to me. I like, I like to communicate. It's a problem for Jesus. Some things that we go through in life, only Jesus 
if we can just make our way to him. And here it is, and I don't want to go too deep on this side, but I'll go into a little bit, but it's, it's a difference between religious and relationship. If she, if she went and dealt with the religious side of things, you know, she, she couldn't even touch the priest or, you know, I mean, I don't really want to go down, down there, but I mean, there's a lot of rules. She had to transform her mind into relationship. There's somebody, she had to tell herself over and over again in her mind, I can only imagine, there's somebody who's come through the city who cares about me, who really cares about my issue, who cares about what I'm going through. Now you got to think, she didn't have television back then. So she wasn't turning to televised evangelists to encourage her. She didn't have a, a, a cell phone or a landline where she can pick up the phone and call somebody so they can encourage her with her problem. She didn't have the internet where she can go on the church's website and download sermons that John preached to encourage her. The only way I can think of this and really get myself locked into her thought process is I have to imagine myself being injured. Because, you know, I'm a former athlete. Imagine myself being injured. Now, Wayne, you're an athlete, so you can imagine this. Injured, and, and, and just they're telling you that it's over. There's nothing we could do. And here comes a man walking through the city, and you... Can you imagine playing games with your mind? You're hurt. You really can't get nowhere. There's no crutches, anything. And you're tricking yourself. John, can you stand up for me, please, quickly? You're tricking yourself. You're playing games in your head. If I could just make my way to him. Now, you, you, have, to, you have to imagine this. Day by day, she had to have been, been planning this. You know, if I can just take... Two steps. That's my goal for today. Now, if you look ahead, he's more than two steps away. But my goal and my plan is to take two steps. So if I can take two steps, then I'm okay. She had to have been working up the courage, something to grab hold of herself to make her way to press. She pressed. She pursued her way through the crowd. Now, mind you, you got to understand there were a lot of naysayers. So if I can just get you four or you five, come on up real quick. You huddled up, huddled up in a circle. Now there's Jesus. And here she is. She's trying to press her way through the crowd if she can. Now they're talking about her. They're pointing at her. Right? How? How could she possibly, being injured, make her way and pursue the very thing that's actually pursuing her? Now keep in mind, thank you guys. No, you can stay there. <laughs> he wasn't thinking about her because he had plans. Emma, can you go there for me? Thank you so much. He had plans to get to a house. To where he was being summoned. And she's trying to press her way. But she knows. That if I cannot make my way now. When is the opportunity. 
when will it ever come again for me to make my way into his presence again? So can you imagine the crowd is pointing? They're laughing. They're talking about you. Things that you've been through. They're calling you by what they used to know you by. They're saying things about you that they used to know because they don't know who you are today and what God has done for you today. And let's look at this very quickly because the year she was diagnosed was the year of the birth of Jairus' daughter. Think about it. The year she got sick was the year another child was born. Twelve long years. She's trying to make her way. And so, okay, she finds her way. You guys come back for me. You stay there. You got your back to me. You're pointing. You guys are pointing. And just I just need you guys to see this. You guys are pointing and laughing. And, and, and she's just trying and she can't. So eventually, she's, I, I got to get to him. If I can just touch. If I can just fasten to. You with me? I know that I can be made whole. So here it is. She can't really get through. She's hurt. She's, she was hemorrhaging. I don't know about you, but if, if you ever really lost blood for a long amount of time, I can only imagine her state of mind. She had to have been maybe blurry-eyed. Maybe even delusional. So she's trying to make her way and they're pointing and she has no other way. Sometimes we have to go like this to touch the Father. We have to come down on our knees and say, Father, it's me. It's little old me. And make her way. So she's pressing her way through the crowd. Excuse me, don't try not to let me through as much as you can. But she's trying to just get through as much as she can. She breaks through. And what I like about the text is, watch this. She touched the hem of his garment. You may say, yeah, Lefty, I heard that. We read that today. She didn't even touch Jesus. The scripture never says she touched him. Thank you. She touched the very thing that was touching him. She touched the him. She, she touched the, 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 the cloak. It was on, I can only imagine. His jeans are pretty tight. But I can only imagine his robe was hanging as he walked. Dirt and all type of stuff was down, had to have been getting all, it could not have been clean. But she made her way to get a hold, to latch on to, to fasten to her breakthrough. To fasten to the very thing that was needed. But many of us today are saying, I have not been bleeding long enough. Uh oh. I have not been bleeding long enough. I'm satisfied with where I am. I can handle the things that people say about me. Many of you today have not come to a place where you realize that you've given up on people solving your issues and solving your problems and giving you breakthroughs and saying, this is a job for Jesus. This is a job for the master. If I can just touch, if I can make my way through what they're saying, what mama's saying, what daddy's saying, what sister's saying, what brother's saying, what my friends at school are saying, what people on the job are saying. If I can prove that I'm a Christian by my actions and not my words and press my way through the crowd. It's a job for Jesus. It's a job for Jesus. For many of you today in 2014, you have to make up in your mind, this is a job for Jesus. 
I've tried this, I've tried different things, but this is the opportunity, this is the hour that I step into his presence and touch the very thing that's touching him. Because the text let us know that immediately, and virtual left his body, but watch this. This is the very interesting thing, Josh. This is very interesting to me. Very, very funny to me, because not only was she, was she immediately healed, not only was virtual that, that left him to help her, this is very interesting. Come here. Let me tell you. Come here. It's very interesting. So you got to understand this. She was able to pull something from him that people who have been walking with him forever never got a chance to grab hold to. She pulled virtue from him. So now here it is, his buddies. Come on up here, Steve. Help me out. Here's his buddies. Come on up here, Craig. Come on, Fred. Come on. Here's his buddies. And Jesus is saying, yeah, who touched me? Yeah, well, Jesus, what are you, talk- what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Everybody's around you. They couldn't see what was happening. I promise you in 2014, there's going to be some things if you press your way through the crowd, if you latch on or fasten to or touch the hem of his garment, you'll be able to pull something from him that people in your inner circle have never been able to do it before. Okay, y'all don't believe me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So here it is. She's able to pull something from him. And I can only imagine, you, you know, some of us, we, we, we don't want to serve. We want to lead. We want to be up here and give great speeches and we want to preach and we want to teach and we want to sing and we want to lead people in worship and we, we want this and we want that. But some of us, I'm not talking to everybody, and you have to keep in mind that when I'm giving it, I'm getting it. So as I'm pointing, there's fingers pointing to me. So don't go home and want to send emails that I, I'm correcting that now. See, some of us don't even want to crawl. Can you imagine how she may have felt? First of all, back then, women wasn't of great standard. For her uh, merely alone to make her way out of the house, into the community, into the public place, from which where she would be judged or accused of something that, watch this, they know not of. Or they know a piece of the story and don't even know all of it. But she, she, she lays aside her pride and she gets down on her knees and she begins to press. And I can only imagine the hecklers. I can only imagine the people who may have been laughing and pointing and, and, and some people are cruel and they may have even gotten physical Maybe if it kicked her or something. I'm just paraphrasing here. Take on the mindset of the woman with the issue of blood. And then years later, so many profound speakers and preachers preach and teach on it. For her to still be remembered. Not by her name, but of her issue. Here's another thing that got me. One of the things that got me with this text was this. A lot of you say, well, I'm just waiting on God. Well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. I'm just waiting on the Lord. And I agree with some of that. Many of you today need to understand that God is waiting on you. 
well, if it was the will of God, I'll be healed. If it's the will of God, this will happen. If it was the will of God, when Jesus was walking through that city, and she had that mentality, that woman would have died. Oh, nobody liked that part, huh? That woman would have been dead if she would have relied on if it be the will of God. Because there's something else called the human will. I know I'm talking right. The human will. Where she, she had to have physical human will to pursue after the thing that was pursuing her. Many of you today, I love my granddaddy. I've lost many people in my life. There's some people, you know, just imagine if you've been in a room with people who you've lost. Some of them have the human will to hold on until they see so-and-so. And then once they see so-and-so, well, I can go now. I'm okay. And the next thing you know, they check out of here. There's a thing, such thing called that the human will. She makes her human will. She goes as far as she can. And because of her faith, the Holy Spirit makes her whole. She went from religion. Because according to everybody else, what are you doing out here? You have no business in here. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you... She makes her way to relationship. And many of us today, we like the idea of church. We like the idea of order. This goes there, that goes there, and then that goes there. And we almost like robots and pop locking and, you know, all of that. But we don't want the relationship. But I want you to understand today that in the relationship, things change. In the relationship, things are shaken. In the relationship, things are birthed. In the relationship, things are multiplied. If you believe that, let's give God a hand of praise. Not lefty. Not, not lefty. So, one more illustration. If you guys can help me. The guy, you guys up, who are up, and you guys come up. And I'm almost finished. I just... Tell your neighbor, we just talking. Come on, tell your neighbor, we just talking. Yeah. Oh, this. Here you go. Who's the strongest? You? Okay, she says she's the strongest. You come in the front? Come about right here. You come behind? Get some rope. There you go. There you go. Come on. Slide up just a little bit, Chloe. Come up some more. There you go. See, can you get a hold of it? Let me see. No, no, you, you're not involved in the tug of war. You, you're me? supposed to be acting as Jesus. See, back up. You right there. Yeah. So if you can imagine, the woman with the issue of blood, she had to have gotten herself throughout this entire process through a tug of war match. She had to have. She had to have been trying to press, and, and here's the, here the people in, the people tell her she's not worthy. Oh, you better get out of here. Oh, you better, oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. You know, pull. You going to let them pull you, guy? Yeah, pull, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, I got to help them. Next thing you know, her, her sure will <laughs> gets all of them. Get ready to let the world go. One, two, three. What? Let the world go. One, two, three. They had to have pulled. Look how far they've come. But watch Fred's face. You see how his face? You see how red his face is? And that, that's how, that's how hard, that's how hard, okay, thanks. That's how hard they're working. 
They go, oh, no, you don't. You don't deserve it. Oh, you better come here. The face is red and, you know. I'm almost finished. Wasn't that good? Let me give you a quick stat. This woman was sick 12 years. That's 4,383 days, 144 months, 624 weeks, 105,192 hours. I don't know about you. I can deal with it maybe a week. <laughs> Borderline a month. After six months, oh no. This woman went through this for 12 years. She gets what she needs, and she finds herself in the middle of a confrontation. Because he's saying, no, I know someone touched me. And it's funny, right? Because you're Jesus. Not only do you know that somebody touched you, you know who touched you. She finds herself in the middle of a confrontation, and he turns around. And now she has to confront the thing that's confronting her. But what I like about this is because she knew that her situation had supernaturally been changed and she had been made whole, she had no problem with the confrontation. What are you saying, Lefty? Many of you, whatever your issues are, you have to stop dealing with them yourself. As John said, here's the luggage. Take all of it as you're getting on the plane. Oh, no, take all of it. I'll just take myself. And confront the thing that's confronting you. And the outcome is, it's okay. Be made whole. Be healed. Be delivered. Be set free. It's okay. It is well with your soul. You are my son. You are my daughter who I love and I'm well pleased. That's actually good news. Yeah. So we're left with one more part. And that part is this. We have a woman who was waiting patiently. A little girl who was waiting patiently. That's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's granddaughter. That's somebody's sister. That's somebody's cousin. Have been waiting. Someone runs over and whispers, hey man, don't bother him. She's gone. She checked out of here. He presses his way and continues to go. Before he goes in, of course, obviously, he takes the mother and father. But I found it very interesting that he only took, because he could have let everybody in that room. He could have showed everybody what it was that he was trying to do. But he took certain people. Took three people with him. Now, I'm, not clout, I'm not counting the mother and father. Count them as five. Took three people with him to perform what he had willed to do. It's his will. Many of you have been through issues and going through things and your, your stuff that looks like junk to other people, your treasure that looks old, that looks done, that looks broken, that looks like it's just, it's finished to other people. And just like those parents who were laughing when Jesus said, no, 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 my friend. No, you don't understand. No, sweetheart. She's sleep. Many people around you don't understand your issue. They don't understand that it is his will 
that it be restored. That it is His will that it be resurrected. That it is His will that it be made whole. Many people around are laughing at you. Some of them you even heard when they talked about you. Many of you may have gone through high school, been bullied, been pushed around. And they've been laughing and been joking. And they've been laughing and Jesus said, no, no my friend. Mm-mm. It's just sleep. It's sleep right now. But I got to bring with me some people who I know that I know who are on one accord with the way I'm thinking, with the way I'm feeling, with what I'm saying. I got to bring with me people who I trust that can turn this thing around. Many of you today cling hold to people and things that you think can help you with the answer. And I promise you, if you're willing to let it go, if you're willing to let God place people and things around you that He can trust and that He can use, things in your life will be resurrected. Things in your life will be turned around. Things in your life will be made whole. Do you believe me this morning? Do you believe me this morning? As I'm wrapping this up, Emma, can you get back there for me? I didn't forget about you. Brought you to the party early. John, can you come back up here face that way? <coughs> Chelsea, can you play the woman with the issue for me? So you're right here. Can I get that heckle of crowd in for me right here? And you're behind them. <coughs> Pay close attention to this illustration. Let's back it up just a little bit, like right here. Guys, can you guys get like right here? Yeah, that's good. Okay, and then you come right here. You can face that way. So, <laughs> man, that's good. It's like he's in the corner. That's awesome. It's amazing. So, not only did she have to make her way through the crowd, you don't have to crawl. But watch this. Here it is, Jesus. Can you imagine how she had felt? His back is to her. Stay right there. His back is to her. Many of you are sitting here today and you feel like Christ has just left you. He's forsaken you. He's turned his back to you. That he's just forgot about your issue, which is a lie from the pit of hell, and we rebuke it and we cast it out now. But many of you today feel like his back is to you, therefore he doesn't care. And this is what the Lord had laid on my heart. He said, there's a generation that I have to pursue after. This, woman, this girl was 12 years old. I don't know how old she was, but she had her issue for 12 years and she was older. Every time he takes a step, I want you to take a step. Okay? He said, there's a generation that I have to pursue after and there's a generation that has to pursue after me. Uh-oh, some of you don't like that. There's a generation that has to pursue after me. But this is what he dropped in my spirit. He said, but if they pursue after me, they'll be able to pull something from me supernaturally that no one in their inner circle have ever been able to do it before. So as he pursues to take care of business, he wants the older crowd to do exactly what Chelsea's doing. Now you get closer and closer before he gets to her house. And now you pull on him. And that's what he wants. No, really pull him. He's not going to bother you. There you go. <laughs> you know, really, thank you. And re really pull. Because 12 and 12, 12 years with the issue, 12 years old. On his way to her house, he restored something 
on his way to her house, he resurrected something. And there's an older generation that have to pursue Jesus because he has to make his way to the younger generation. This younger generation are believing what they're seeing on TV. They're believing what they're hearing on the radio. They're believing what they're looking at on the internet. They're believing what they're seeing on the big screen in the movies. And if he doesn't pursue them, we're gone. He has to make his way to that younger generation to do a resurrection. But it's not dead, for he said in his word, it's sleeping. And in 2014, I believe that he wants us to wake up the younger generation and to restore some things that the older generation have lost. That's actually good news. Thank you. That's actually good news. That's actually good news. Is this good? Is this helping anybody? This helped me, man. Some of you are thinking, man, I'm, but, but Lefty, I'm not valuable. If you weren't valuable, he wouldn't have already paid a price for you. He's already paid. He's paid the ransom. You are valuable. You do matter. Whether it's depression or whether it's a drug issue, whatever, you matter. You are valuable. He said, what, what, how much do you want for it? Okay, it's done. Let's go. All right. He's paid, he's paid the bail. You were not remanded. I'll leave you with this. The woman with the issue of blood had to climb over her history to get to her destiny. She had to climb over her history through her mess. That means there's some things in your file cabinet, in your mental hard drive that you've saved. You haven't emptied out the history. Many of you today have to climb over that history to get to your destiny, to get to what God has for you. That means you can no longer hold on to what Sue, Joe, Bobby, whoever say about you. And if any of your names are that in this church, I'm not talking about you. And I know there's a Sue in the back. I'm not talking about you, Sue. You know, I love you. Stand to your feet. Can the worship team come up for me, please? We have to understand that through this process, we live in a day and age that things come to us so quickly. So quickly. I talk to younger kids who, who are in college and getting ready to come out. And, yeah, man, I, I want you to help me. I want this. I want to do this. I want to turn pro. I want to. And I'm saying, yeah, I wish it was that easy. I wish. We live in a day and age where we can be from here, I believe, if we left from Vancouver. We can be in London in probably nine hours, right? <laughs> it's crazy. I remember uh, Corporal Kusan took me far out west, out to uh, Tofino, and he said, this is the furthest west that you can go in North America or something like that. And he said, you can be in Asia in a boat in a few, just a few hours from there. But if you flew, you can get there quicker. And I believe that we live in a process, whatever you want to play, whatever, however the Lord put on your heart, whatever you want to play. I believe that we're in a place where we don't want to be processed. I believe that he delays the answer so you can learn from the process. Many of us want so many answers and we got so many questions. And me too. Me too. Me too. I got so many questions I want to ask my father. So many questions. 
Why did you allow this to happen to me? Why did you let things go this way when it could have went that way? But it's the process. It's the process. And it don't always feel good, but he promises that it'll work for your good. This is a great way. Listen, this is a phenomenal way to end the year and get ready to start into the 2014. And I'm going to tell you why. Because his answer is yes. Whatever it is that you want today, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want today, Lynn, Fred, Ken, can you, can you come up here for me? Glenda, Carol, whatever it is that you want today, whatever it is, we got some people standing up here, and 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 I mean, details don't really matter. I'm going to tell you why. Because he knows the details. You may say, well, Lefty, I don't feel comfortable telling somebody something. The Holy Spirit already knows. He already knows. You step out on faith today and say, you know what? I'm going to come and I'm going to meet with these people up here. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to pray with them. And I'm going to believe supernaturally that Christ is going to release something deeper on the inside of me that can set something on fire for 2014 today. You didn't catch that. That's going to set something on fire for 2014 today. Yes, in 2013. Where we can pre-start the party and get it going. Whatever it is that you need. I don't have to call out different needs. Whatever it is that you need. He stands at the door and he knocks hard and not your heart. The opportunity and the hour to advance in the kingdom is now. We're not asking for his presence because his presence is already here. We're asking for the strength to arrest fear today, to be released from it so we can enter into what we need. If that be you, make your way now. Make your way now. As the worship team sings, whatever they want to do, make your way. We're just going to pray.